The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to open up the hollowed halls of leadership. It's time to figure out what the secrets are to being a successful leader and running a successful organization. It's time for VoltCast, Illuminating Leadership. Your host is Jeff Smith, an executive coach and business leader who has over two decades of forward-thinking executive leadership as a human resources and operations professional. Now, Jeff and his guest experts are ready to share their tips and studies with you. Now, here is Jeff Smith. Welcome. So glad you could join us today. It is a beautiful sunny day in Virginia. Uh, we had snow yesterday. That's what I love about Virginia weather. And today it's 60. So kids go to school late yes- yesterday. Today they're going to be out playing. Really so glad you could join us from all over the globe. Some nice notes this week um, from folks in the UAE, uh, someone from China, Vietnam. Uh, really just appreciate um having folks that reach out. So please continue that. We'll help show- shape the show with you. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about entrepreneurship. I'll introduce our guest speaker in just a moment. But if you're trying to reach to us today, here's some places to reach us. You can call us during the show at 1-866-472-5788. You can email me at jeff at voltageleadership.com. Our website is www.voltageleadership.com. You can like us on Facebook at Voltage Leadership. You can connect with me on LinkedIn at Jeff Smith Voltage Leadership Consulting. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Jamie Jeff. And now that we're a little bit out of the football season, you might get a little bit more leadership stuff and a little bit less JMU football. So I've got Jay Markowitz with me today. Jay, you want to say hi real quick so they hear, their, hear your voice? All right. Hey, I'm here. Hello. Hello. Jay, so happy to have you here. So I'll start out with Jay's official biography, but then we may deviate just a bit. So Jay is an experienced facilitator, scholar, and speaker on a wide range of topics, including personal development, entrepreneurship, and the level in the fields of leadership and leadership development. He's the VCU Executive Director of Entrepreneurship Programs. Jay teaches entrepreneurship, and he leads the program's development activities and strategy, and is collaboratively established in the grant-funded by the Henry Ford Entrepreneurship Academy in Africa. He's traveled the world over the last couple of years. I'm looking forward to hearing about that. He's also been appointed to the Virginia Council for Youth Entrepreneurship and charged with developing a culture of entrepreneurship for the Commonwealth of Virginia. Now, here's the part that I really have enjoyed about Jay is that he's got this just wealth of experience. And so part of this talk will be about, uh, our conversation will be about Jay and I's journey into entrepreneurship. Because Jay, you know, he, he followed the natural path to entrepreneurship. He started as a Navy nuclear power officer. Does that not just speak of entrepreneurship? He then went to uh, work for uh, Capital One, uh, you know, a corporate Fortune 100 leader. He's been also an executive director of a not-for-profit, a university faculty, and now a founder of a small business and startup ventures, like in our competitor. So he's a credentialed leadership coach, a great speaker, uh, has a, a master's, and is just a really fantastic guy. Where Jay and I really got to know each other first and foremost, so Jay's a great friend. Um, he was going through the Georgetown coaching program and I was his mentor coach and we both had a love of running and pushing ourselves and challenging ourselves. So Jay, it's so great to reconnect and have you on the show today. 
Oh, thanks. <laughs> wow. So listening to the bio, I'm like, really? Uh, is that me? Interesting. So thanks for thanks for having me, Jeff, man. I'm way excited to be here. Can I, I'm going to throw my first uh, wrench into the show. Do you mind? You go for it. <laughs> so I was thinking about this show today and I'm like, huh, January 31st, January 31st. Let me do a little Google search on significant events on this date in history, all right? So, doing a little Google search, and and, and here's what I got. Took a couple notes on this. In 1994, Jeff, did you know that the Dow, the Dow Jones, hit a record high of 3,978? Wow, it's gone up just a touch, huh? Yes, yes, going a little (laughs) further back. In 1971, today, in, in, in this date in history, Apollo 14 launched. The, the, less, famous, the less famous little brother. Okay, yes. yes exactly, exactly. <laughs> Everybody's seen the movie. I mean, imagine being uh, NASA after Apollo 13, and you're like, so, uh, Jeff Smith, you're the next astronaut to go up in Apollo 14. You ready to go? Exactly. (laughs) And then sometime, probably well, well, well before 1971, (laughs) on this day, the famous, the world famous Jeff Smith was born on this day in history. Did you know that? Yes. And uh, Facebook told me this morning that it was my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, good. I had forgotten. So, uh, yes, thank you for the shout out. It was 1968, and it was the day of the Tet Offensive in Vietnam. So January 30th and 31st of the Tet Offensive. So that was when I was born. <laughs> Luckily, I don't think my mom was overly stressed about that. So, yeah, oh, seriously. So, so, uh, so, ha- so, happy birthday, my friend. Well, thank you, Jay. Uh, it's 49, and I'm holding. Apparently, this is where they say you hold. Uh, since Jay and I are both runners, uh, when you hit the the zeros or fives, those are always good numbers because it means that. Uh, you are now the youngest in a new age group. So this year I'm the oldest. Next year I get to be the newest and uh, the the hopefully win a few races when I hit 50. Right? Isn't that what I'm supposed to be thinking about, Jay? <laughs> I, I always ask my um, runner and triathlete friends if they've aged up. So I that's right. I, I know you've not aged up today. 49 is a tough age to be in because those 45 year olds are four years younger. Exactly. Well, let's uh, let's drift over to a topic that we both care about. Uh, we could talk about, uh, of course, your significant other, Petra, you know, who's a mutual friend and and also a great runner and a great business leader. But we'll weave her into some stories, I'm sure, throughout the show. But you know, I'm really curious, Jay, about this adventure from sort of a nuclear navy officer to you know being the director of an entrepreneurship program. You know, can you just maybe walk us through you know the career path and how did you end up you know going from sort of the the nuclear submarine over to uh, directing entrepreneurship programs. Hey, Jeff, thanks for that question. Yeah, I got to tell you something. I have been asked the question, what am I doing at VCU? Really? That's your history? How do you go from, you know, nuclear reactors to entrepreneurship? Um, and it honestly, that question really challenged me um, because it, it feels a little aimless, um, and, and I've really thought about it and it's actually kind of significant in how I think about the world of entrepreneurship and how I teach students as well, which is, um, I mean, I could go way back to when I was playing with Legos as a kid. I was the type of guy that would, would be asking the question, like, how do you do that? 
Like, how does that work? And and what sense does this make? Mm-hmm. Like, how do I create a, you know, four-wheel drive Lego machine out of all these little pieces and parts and, and resources that are right here? And I think that that is... That is the, sort of this guiding compass that I've had that has navigated me through my career. And so you're right. I've, I've not been the guy that went and got an engineering degree, uh, graduated, go to an um, engineering company, work in there, um, get promoted, become a manager of engineers and you know learn how to be a leader. And then 30 years in that organization, retire and do something else. If it feels like I've been all over, but when I look at answering the question, like, like, how do you do that? Like, that's really awesome. Like, how do you do that? You know, I go from mechanical engineer to nuclear engineering. Do you ever think about how those guys did that? Like created a reactor that promotes power into the, into the engine of a, of a warship. Like that stuff is cool. And then, um, you know, from there, I uh, studied business and I was like, well, this is interesting. Like, how do you make money in, a, in an organization? How do you set up your business model? So that's really what took me to Capital One. And then while there at Capital One, I think the title is sort of like intrapreneur. They gave me this big white space and um, basically said, hey, make things better. I'm like, oh, yeah, how do you do that? <laughs> I'm on board. Um, after that, though, you know, I got started getting a little bored with credit card economics and working in credit cards. And I was like, "What is my next, my next, um, my next channel? Uh, not channel, but challenge." And I remember sort of going through, uh, you know, hard time in life, and I was like, "You know what? H- how does life work? Like, how do I, as a human being, make decisions? Uh, how does emotion work?" And so that's where I met you, my friend, the Georgetown Coaching Program. It's like to study leadership coaching on, on how leaders lead, how people interact, how we make decisions. It's, it's actually really fascinating when you think about it. And then I wanted to be a leadership coach, Jeff, and I went back to Capital One and say, hey, I want to be a leadership coach. And the answer to me was, we outsource it all. I was like, oh, okay, well, then how do I do that? How do I become a leadership coach? And after about three years of mustering the courage, uh, you know, full-time dad, uh, I make, I, I have a job where I'm, I'm paid very well. I put in my two-week notice and quit at the age of 40 because like, I want to go out and do my own thing. And so that was like, you talk about woohoo to, oh my God, did I just do that? I just quit my job to start a company, go on my own, and I have no idea really what I'm doing. I've never had entrepreneurship before. I have a master's in business, but who knows what that is? How you know how that's going to how's that's going to help me starting a company. And so I think that's what led me to that journey. And then I tell you the biggest thing about being at VCU Jeff is that because of my experience um, I love sharing what I've discovered along the way on how to do things, on, on answering that question, how do I? And I think entrepreneurs, that's the question they're in. How do I start a company? How do I cr- get this great idea into the market? There's not a lot of manuals out there. 
And so that's the reason I'm at VCU is because I love talking about how you do it and framing that for them. So does that, hopefully that kind of made sense to you. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. You've heard of good things coming in packages. Well, maybe there's a little more to that saying. But when you think about it, packaging is one of the most important things that can represent your business. Tune into Ditch the Box with host David Marinak. Each week, we'll discuss flexible packaging, marketing, sales, and how it all comes together in one container. Lower costs, increased margins. Listen to the show. It might just save you a ton. Ditch the Box is heard live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. To reach Jeff Smith or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com. Now, back to VoltCast Illuminating Leadership. Welcome back to VoltCast. And uh, Jeff Smith is back. I'm in the house. So, uh, I don't know if it was birthday wishes, Jay, that you did or, or what. But, um, you know, all things, being all things prepared is part of being an entrepreneur. So, we'll weave this in. Um, so, our power went out here. And that's the first time that's ever happened. Jay's like, you know... Uh, anything I need to do for the show, I'm like, don't worry, I got everything covered. But the good news is, Jay, you did a great job. So thank you for covering for us. So what, uh, how do you know? <laughs> I, I just have such confidence. Having worked with you over the years, I have such confidence that, that, that I know it. Um, let me just spend a moment about my own trip to entrepreneurship. And then, Jay, I'm really curious about, um, you know, when I finish that, you know, you, you talk a lot about this entrepreneurship journey. So maybe if you could, uh, you know, what, tell my story, if you could uh, sort of be keyed up to talk about the entrepreneurship journey, okay? Sounds great. Yeah, so um, my dad was a school teacher and a coach for almost 40 years. Uh, my mom worked for James Madison University for most of my life, about 25 years, uh, sort of office manager. 
Um, so both very successful at what they did, kind of went to one job and stayed there for many years. Um, so I did not grow up with any sort of entrepreneurship spirit. Um, really thought I'd be a school teacher coming out, but then this company that would become Capital One offered me a job to go into the management training program. So I worked there for 12 years in a variety of sort of corporate jobs. Certainly had an entrepreneur spirit within companies and moved about every six months. Uh, some could say that I was just antsy and always need to move, but I'd also say even inside a company, I had an entrepreneurial spirit, but didn't like quite recognize it yet. Um, left Capital One, went to Carillion, worked for a, a about 11,000-person health system. Again, uh, we were able to start up a new line of business um, within inside a company, but didn't really know that part of what I was experiencing was sort of an entrepreneurial mindset. Um, what, I, what I was just sort of always aiming to do is, what does the market need? Where, where could we go? Um, and it wasn't really until I went out on my own. You know, I've owned my own company for almost six years and, um, you know, been out consulting now for 10 plus years that I was like, oh, wow, you know, I guess I am sort of an entrepreneur in spirit. But even then, I'd still say that there's a little bit of the corporate in me. And the way I got to the entrepreneurial place was really uh, meeting with people like Jay, um, other mentors and friends. And saying, this is just kind of the whisper that I'm hearing. This is what I'm feeling. And, you know, I think I want to go and see, you know, how do I spend more time on the work that I enjoy? And is there a market for it? Now, of course, before I, I left out of the corporate world, I'd definitely done a lot of testing and studied it and, you know, met with a small business development center to run my ideas by. But there's always a sense of you have to make the leap at some point. And that might be a good place to sort of pick back up into sort of the entrepreneurship uh, journey. So I love this model, Jay, that you shared uh, with me and the, uh, you know, us prepping for the show. Can you maybe walk our listeners through this, uh, this model that I'm looking at and, the, and then your mindset around this entrepreneurship journey? Yeah, thanks, Jeff. And uh, the, the, one key, the one thing that really resonates with me is that um, you said something around at some point, you, you just kind of got to go, go for it, um, you know, as an entrepreneur. Uh, so thanks for sharing that. And I had talked about that in my story as well. Um, so, yeah, so based on my experience, I'm like, I came to BCU and I, I started teaching entrepreneurship. And I and I thought there were some things that were missing from w- what I was teaching. And I and I put a lot of thought to it uh, based on my experience and, and observations of, of entrepreneurs. And I looked at it this way, Jeff, which is, you know, we... We, entrepreneurs, leaders, whoever, they, they usually have a results focus, which is, hey, these are the results. These are the goals that I have set for myself. And I think there is a lot of conversation out there today in both leadership and entrepreneurship around what resources you need to get the results. And we just happen to live in a great country, the United States, that has a lot of resources for people mm-hmm. to achieve the results they want. If you want information, Google it. If you need a mentor, just ask. If you need money, ask for it. Like the resources are here. And what I started to see was, huh, if I go from resources to results, that's, I'm probably not going to get there. What I really need sits in between, which is what are the recipes? Like how do I put all these resources together? What are the actions I need to take? 
in order to get to the results I want. So it's sort mm -hmm. of like resources to recipes to results. And here's what I've discovered, Jeff, and, and this is it, it, the entrepreneurship journey, the, the framework that I teach and I talk about sits right there on top of the recipes. To me, this is how we want to start thinking about um, entrepreneurship, and I call it the entrepreneurship journey. And I, and I believe that the recipe, the entrepreneurship journey, has to include three domains that really impact the success of your results. And those three, three domains are the human story, the mindset, and the set of activities. And what's interesting about that, Jeff, is there's a lot of discussion out there already about mindset and the activities for entrepreneurs. And it, the emerging piece is around this human story. And when I talk about the human story to entrepreneurs and to students in the classroom, that is the piece that everybody gravitates to. Like, oh, yes, tell me more about the human story and how that impacts success as an entrepreneur. And so the way I look at this, Jeff, is those three domains, the human story, the mindset, and the set of activities, determine success as an entrepreneur in our entrepreneurship journey. Therefore, the job of the entrepreneur is to navigate those three domains. And, it's, and, and I like to think of these maybe in questions as well. So the human story is, you know, my library. Uh, but what's most interesting about it, and I... And I would encourage all the listeners to ask the question, what does your human story need to be a year from now for you to get the results you want? Like, what does your human story need to be? Because often we think about it in the past, but it is also mm -hmm. a future orientation. And then the mindset. Um, I actually uh, borrowed this from a student in my class. The, the mindset definition that I often use, it's, it's how I think or it's my orientation. And I had a student offer up and said, you know what, I think a mindset is how I frame things. And I really like that, Jeff, because it's simple. So your mindset is how do you frame things? So in order to achieve what you want to achieve, you might want to ask yourself the question, how am I framing my experience right now? Or how am I making meaning of what's going on around me? And then finally, the set of activities. This one, this is the one that's really most straightforward, but I think is really, really interesting to think about, Jeff, which is, you know, the, the set of activities is in order to do that, like, what are my actions? The, the surprising thing, Jeff, about set of activities, and, and maybe we'll, we'll do a test here, is that there's only three buckets of activities that you can do. It's really simplified. And when you think about it, um, it's, it it's, I think it's eye-opening. Three sets of activities are thinking, sensing, and moving. That's it. Those are the sets of activities you can do as a person. Everything else is an outcome of that. I think, I sense, I move. Yeah, that's interesting, Jay. Tell me, you know, uh, I want to make sure the listener understands. So when you say sensing, you know, I think thinking we get sensing, you know, uh, can you give us maybe an example of sensing in the, that, that you use with uh, the entrepreneurs you work with? Yeah, so sensing, 
Um, oh, here, here's a here's a I think a great example. What sensing means is seeing, or listening, or um, feeling, um, touching. Those are just using our senses. But the the biggest two are seeing and hearing. Um, and I have a, you know, a, when I ask entrepreneurs and, and students, you know, what do entrepreneurs do? Oftentimes I hear people say, hey, well, they're creative. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's fantastic. Entrepreneurs are creative. I then follow up that question with how are, how are they creative? How do they do creativity? Have, have you ever thought about that, Jeff? Like, you're a creative guy, but... How do you do creative? What is the set of activities you do that results in an outcome of being creative? Mm-hmm. And what yeah, I've great. and what I've and, and and so here's what I'll share because you asked the question around sensing. Sensing plays a big, big, big role in being creative. And so if you're a listener or a leader, and you're promoting creativity in your organization or you're, you know, you're an entrepreneur and you want to be creative and come up with new ideas and you ask yourself the question, okay, well, how am I creative or how is my team going to be creative? Let me give you a little recipe for that. And it all starts with sensing. The first, I, I think the place that creativity starts is something that you and I are very familiar with because we learned it at Georgetown. It's called noticing. Sure. Creativity starts with noticing. You notice something. Mm-hmm. That is the first step. You notice something. Oh, I see that um, when I race as a triathlete, as a triathlete, um, I see or I hear from my triathlete peers that, that they say, hey, you seem to have a good mindset around this. Oh, wow, I, I noticed that now. Huh, I wonder what that means. Or when I'm racing, I notice that when I start to think about an upcoming hill when I'm on my bike. Oh, so I'm starting to notice that. So creativity starts with the action of noticing. What do you notice? So if you're a leader or an entrepreneur, you want to start paying attention to what are you noticing in order to be more creative. And the next step of that, Jeff, is once I notice something, I typically gain knowledge. I will do mm-hmm. some research. I will um, ask some friends, talk to other people, be like, hey, this is something I noticed. What, what, what information is out there about that? Mm-hmm. And those are the first two steps. And you know what happens, Jeff? What's that? A lot. A lot of people stop there. If you stop there, the best you will have is a good idea. Uh, You know what I'm going to do, Jay? Yeah. We're going to stop right there because it's almost time for a break. And uh, so what we'll do, let me just recap real quick. Uh, So we're doing uh, the entrepreneurship uh, journey with Jay Markowitz from the BCU Center for Entrepreneurship. And we've been learning about the human story, the mindset and a set of activities. And Jay's really helping us boil down to, you know, how are the, the activities, the thinking, the sensing, and the moving. And so you're giving us some great thoughts. Um, so on the other side of this break, what we're going to do is we're going to come back and we're going to learn how to put this into practice. 
So you come right back with us, and uh, Jay, Jay and I will pick back up on this conversation. See you in two minutes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. All around the outermost rim of the shield, he set the mighty stream of the river Oceanus, creating Achilles' shield in Homer's The Iliad, Book 18. Rachel Carson, in The Sea Around Us, said, All at last, return to the sea, to Oceanus, the ocean river, like the ever-flowing stream of time, the beginning and the end. Moyer's Environmental Dialogues with Dr. Rob Moyer offers lively dialogue and revealing narrative inquiry into how individuals are overcoming obstacles and creating a greener and blue planet Earth. Tune in Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com I love it. <laughs> Welcome back to Podcast uh, Illuminating Leadership today. Uh, today is my birthday, so uh, we are having all kinds of uh, things up our sleeve today, whether it's uh, losing power, uh, we're going to change out our uh, rejoiners and uh, get a little MC hammer. So you didn't see it, but I was definitely too legit to quit. I was dancing around over here. I know Jay was dancing on the other end. I've got Jay Markowitz, uh, a good friend of mine. Uh, he's Director of Entrepreneurship at Virginia Commonwealth University. Um, also an excellent triathlete, uh, executive coach, and just an uh, all-around good guy. So, uh, Jay, thanks for being my guest today. Yeah, yeah. You are welcome. Hey, so um, before the break, you know, I just want to run folks through. We're on this, uh, you know, what's it take to be sort of a successful entrepreneur as well as, you know, what, what have you learned? And, you know, we're talking about this entrepreneurship journey where you concentrate on your human story. You know, what's your sort of past? honor that, but really get concentrated on your future story. What's your desired outcome? Where do you want to go? What's the story you want to tell people? What's your mindset? You know, how do I think? How do I frame things? You know, I was with a couple, uh, I was coaching, I had three coaching sessions this morning, 
And several times I had to kind of move people out of that victim mentality and saying, hey, let's not get lost here. Let's move to a space where you're the creator of your story. Become the protagonist or the hero in your story. Ultimately, we're in this really good conversation about the bucket of activities that make up, you know, these activities that, that lead us to entrepreneurship. You know, so there's some thinking, some sensing, and moving. And what you're saying is that first we notice, we sort of notice language, what the space, what, what creative thoughts are we having? Next, we gain knowledge. That's where we do the, the kind of classic entrepreneurial things. We might do market research. We're going to ask friends for their insights. We might test our product a little bit to get some feedback. You know, just that gaining knowledge. And you kind of left us with, if we stop right there, that's a good idea. But I get the sense that a good idea is not enough to be a successful entrepreneur. So why don't we pick back up and tell us what happens after we've, you know, done some noticing and gained some knowledge. Yeah, thanks for that, Jeff. Um, and thanks for the MC Hammer music. That was fantastic. Uh, <laughs> that was Kevin, our sound engineer, our outstanding sound engineer. So thank you, Kevin. <laughs> Can I request some vanilla ice on the next in? <laughs> <laughs> vanilla ice, ice, baby. <laughs> So Absolutely. And tell us, tell us how we get from a good idea into being a successful entrepreneur. Yeah, look, you know, we all, again, what I'm talking about is sort of this, this, um, this creative process. And I'm talking about the recipe. It's like, how do mm-hmm. I be creative? And you're right. We get to a good idea. And, you know, the amount of effort we put in was, hey, we noticed something and we did some research. I'm going to build an app. Oh, my gosh. If, if I hear another person say, hey, I noticed that the parking at VCU is a real challenge, and I did some research into the parking situation, and I came up with a great idea. I'm going to build an app to help people park at VCU. Ah, oh, my goodness, Jeff. Oh, that's not even a good idea. Everybody's come up with that idea already. Okay, let's not let's just not stop there. You got to go on from there. And here the ne- the next step then in in order to move from good idea to groundbreaking great idea really takes the next step. And I call that uh, be curious. Be curious. So, well, what does that mean, Jay? I, I could totally see when I talk about this in the classroom, all the students staring at me. Like, what is be curious? Be curious is that notion that um, your passion and spirit is now engaged in problem solving. And a lot of people do curious differently. And if you're a listener... Do you know how you do curious like yourself? Like, do you know how you are curious? Like, what do you do to be curious? And so I've paid attention to this, Jeff, for for myself, because if I'm going to teach this and and talk about it and both use it as a practitioner, because, look, I want to be I want to come up with great ideas. Here's what curious looks for me. I go trail running. I go trail running and I think. I have conversations in my head with multiple different people. I frame things. I also do experiments. I experiment with a framework 
and use it and see how it works. If that framework doesn't work, I try a different one. I also journal. In journaling, I reflect on the things that are important to me about this topic, whatever it is that I'm being curious about. And the best ones, the best one, Jeff, for me is I call it moments of hibernation. It's I'm actually not thinking about it, but it's working itself in the background. The idea is starting to to generate and move and create energy and power in the background when I'm not doing anything at all. And here's a funny story. When I started my first company with my two colleagues, uh, the company's The Bounce Collective Leadership Development Organization, my two colleagues and I sit there and, and we are discussing our, our strategy and we are discussing how to implement a new program and we are stumped. We're stumped. But I'm being really curious about it and so are my two colleagues. And I'm like, okay, look, I, I got to go to the restroom. Just, just hold on. So I get up and I go to the restroom, not even thinking about anything because now I'm on autopilot, right? You're going to the restroom, you're on autopilot. Going to the restroom, all of a sudden it was, bling, I got it. It just <laughs> appeared in my head, the great idea I was looking for. That is a moment of hibernation. And it happens like that, Jeff. You have to be curious. You have to want to move that good idea to a great idea. Um, mm -hmm. And that's where it really starts. There's actually a, an author out there, uh, Stephen Johnson. He does a video uh, on YouTube that your readers can look up. It's where good ideas sure. come from. I don't know oh, if great. you're familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Yeah, and it's it's a great, and it's like that, and so I don't know, you know, you're, if you're, you know, if you're out there listening, and you're an entrepreneur, and you're a leader, like ask yourself the question, how am I curious? Do I trail run? Do I journal? Do I talk to my wife or a significant other? Do I hibernate that idea? Like, so what? What's resonating with you on that, Jeff? Yeah, let me recap. You know, so. Um this creativity, I think, because um, we, we have a lot of listeners that maybe aren't interested in entrepreneurship, but they certainly want their organizations to be more entrepreneurial and be able to be successful. So what I know I go back to, Chase, is being able to notice what's going on here. How do I gain some knowledge so that's doing some research, collecting some information? I love this be curious. Um, I think too often... Um, we, inside companies, our curiosity is sometimes viewed in persecution, like we drill down on people. Uh, sometimes we're curious to place blame. This curious is, you know, I think there's something, there's an itch. I'm noticing something. Let's, let's get to the heart of it. And so, you know, you like the trail running. You know, I'm a runner, too, so I, I, I'm similar. I think inside a company, that's an off-site sometimes. It's a brainstorming. It's getting into a different space. Getting out of your norm, you know, um, you're you're doing experiments. I think is let's try something. Let's let's go test it in a small area. Let's give it to somebody that you know maybe a high potential. Let's see what we can do with it. The reflection and the journaling can be some um, 
live after action review? What do we notice? Did we hit our desired outcomes? What working well? How can we do more of that? In this moments of hibernation, um, I really talk a lot about pause with my company. And don't feel like you have to solve it today. Give it a moment. Let's come back to it a day from now, a week from now, sometimes a month from now, and let's reflect on what we've got. So, you know, what, what I'm struck by, Jay, is that um, it's often not just a blinding um, bolt of lightning, but it's a real process to, to creativity and to uh, fostering that entrepreneurial culture within your company. But you've got to set up the right kind of container so that it's possible to happen both inside a company and then as an entrepreneur, um, you and I both, you know, coach entrepreneurs, they sometimes get themselves so racked and stacked and doing activities, activity after activity, meeting person after person, that this moment of hibernation and reflection time goes out the window and they miss the next twist of the idea so that it's marketable. You know, so, so those are a few things that hit home with me. How about you, Jay, in the next minute or two? What do you got? Yeah, so the... Um there's like this passion involved in, in this curiosity as well, Jeff, that, that just really needs to be there. And honestly, you know, I've been in, in corporate America and I think, I think that's the piece that might be so difficult for leaders to, to engage their um, employees to be, to be creative. But, you know, you know here's like, like let's, let's think about this. You are not going to solve tomorrow's problems with yesterday's thinking or even today's thinking okay like like we know that the world's complexity is so much greater today i mean there is just so many moving parts that we really have to take this time to be curious so that we can move today's framework into the framework we need a year from now to solve the, the emerging concern. It's the emerging concern that we really have to, to tackle as the entrepreneur. I don't want to start a business on a declining concern. Right. I want to start a business on an emerging concern. What is going to be the problem today that continues for the next 10 years and gets worse? That's the problem I want to solve. I've got to be absolutely brilliant and creative and come up with the great idea and I think companies are saying that, too. It doesn't have to be an entrepreneur. I love it. So, Jay, great idea. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to take a uh, two-minute break here. We'll come back with uh, Jay, and uh, we'll give you some tips and tools to take home, uh, both for entrepreneurs and business leaders. So thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you in two minutes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Are you finding your frequency? 
It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. All right, thank you. Welcome back, everybody. It has been a, a, a great show so far today. It has been fun, and I'm, I'm here with my friend Jay Markowitz. Jay is uh, director of DCU's Center for Entrepreneurship, um, and an entrepreneur uh, is also a well-sought-after speaker, facilitator, and coach. Uh, so we're very blessed to have him on the show. Uh, you know, one of the things that Jay coaches just, we, we've touched on the show a little bit, but Jay's been a triathlete. Uh, we, we have both been marathoners and, uh, we, we share that. And so some of this stuff, you know, has been fantastic for him to apply in the space of training athletes and all that. So I'll be curious, uh, on some of your thinking on that, Jay. Um, let me just, uh, wrap up our last section here and we'll head over some, some of the best practices. You know, Jay was talking a lot about, um, you know, how do we, as entrepreneurs or leaders in organizations, stay relevant. Um, you know, and so what, I, what I'm curious about is, as I look out a couple of years, Jay was talking about what's the problem, what's the problem that we want to solve over the next 10 years? And what I'm struck by is, you know, the driverless car. I'm, I'm teaching my second daughter right now how to drive a car, so I wish they'd speed this up, but it's okay. Um, the driverless car is not going to probably be solved by Ford or GM. It's probably going to be from a non-traditional company like Uber or Google or Apple or Amazon, one of those companies that, you know, just 15 years ago, you would have thought them getting into cars is crazy, but they were doing what Jay talked about. They were noticing trends. They were not got, got knowledge. They stayed curious, you know, and then they really worked at it, got feedback, and they've taken the time, as Jay and I talked about on break, it's about applying your best thinking to make this work. And so what I would just challenge you in your organization is we'll start noticing, looking around, what's the space, what are the problems that aren't being solved? And you could be solving that right now. If you're an entrepreneur, what's the, what's the marketplace saying and what could you be doing to offer something to the marketplace? So, Jay, as we come back to you, you know, you're working with these entrepreneurs each and every day. You know, so what are some of maybe the best practices or tips and tools that are sort of your go-to that, that really help you connect with the entrepreneurs you get to work with. Yeah, thanks for that. And so, Jeff, I am on a mission to. Uh, I'm on a mission to get people to think. 
honestly. Yeah. Oh, I love yes. it. I mean, you seriously. There's just like, you mean, returning 100 emails every day and going from like nine meetings all day, that doesn't count as thinking? Uh, no. That doesn't. As a matter of fact, <laughs> if you're a listener, here, here's something to, to, to think about. How about that? Which is, if the set of activities are really only bucketed in three buckets, thinking, sensing, and moving, take a stock of your day. Take a stock of your week. How often are you thinking? How often are you sensing? How often are you moving? If you're a, you know, I'm as a leadership coach, Jeff, I've had the opportunity to observe leaders as well and, and be one myself. When I move from meeting to meeting and I sense by talking and listening, where am I thinking? Those are the three buckets. Think, mm-hmm. sense, move. So for me, my wish, my wish, oh my gosh, is this my wish? That we, we, people, entrepreneurs, leaders, athletes, everybody, we got to set, set apart time to think, it's to be thinking. Um, what, do you, what do you see out there around thinking, Jeff? Yeah, you know, it's interesting, Jay. I, I work a lot with people in their calendars and resetting the calendars. Uh, we had Scott Eblin on our show, who wrote Overworked and Overwhelmed, and he's got some great ideas, so you can go back and listen to that episode uh, as well. But, you know, one of the things that both he and I agree is when we work with our leaders, we actually put thinking time on the calendar, and I call it thinking time. And, you know, Jay, I tell him, early on, it's going to be hard. It's not going to be very good at it. You know, your mind, after about 30 seconds, is going to go straight to, Oh my gosh, have I gotten a new email? You know, uh, oh gosh, the, you know, I got to go to the grocery store and pick up something. It's going to get really scattered. And so I put thinking time on the calendar for people. And I put it on my own calendar. Every Wednesday afternoon, I've got thinking time. And every Friday afternoon, I've got thinking time. That's not the only times I do it. But I make sure it gets on there. And what I use in that time, you know, sometimes I get away from the computer and I just let my mind go kind of your period of a uh, moment of hibernation. Um, sometimes that's when I get my best blog ideas or radio show ideas. Sometimes I, I'm real intentional about my thinking and saying, here's the problem I'm chewing on. Let me go sit down for a minute and just think. And, and I know some of my people out there, you know, are rolling their eyes and say, Jeff, you know, I work in cubes or our environment's open floor plan. I get it. You know, you can book yourself in that conference room or go to the Starbucks for half an hour. You know, use your lunch time to do this. But, Find times to do that. So that's that's what I really think about Jay when when I'm working about the thinking and trying to get on people's calendars. Nice, I like it, Jeff. So I think for you know for some takeaway, like some takeaways. A, think, start thinking, people, um, <laughs> students. I love it. Whoever's listening, start thinking. Right. The other thing, and so reflecting on today's conversation is our frameworks for for folks to be thinking within. If you're an entrepreneur, and I would argue as a leader, the, the three domains that, that, that you are navigating really is your human story, your mindset, and the, the, the set of activities. And human story is just emerging as such a significant, significant, significant factor. Let me, let me tell you something, Jeff. I observe lots and lots of entrepreneurs as well as am one 
When an entrepreneur pitches their idea, I've seen hundreds of them. When they pitch their idea or look for venture capital, if they don't have a human story that connects with their idea or their venture in some powerful way, then it, 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 it's flat. Rarely is it funded. Rarely do they gain, garner the support they need. Only the ones that are aligned with their human story um, become really, really powerful offers. Hmm. Jay, that's a, you know, that's a great thought. And I agree. I've had a couple of organizations that have been able to grow themselves, uh, ultimately sell, and, and sometimes just grow. And the way they've gotten the funding, the way that they've mastered growth is that they can tell the story, but they connect to the story. It's that greater purpose. And I think, you know, we're one of our speakers coming up here on the, on the show. We're going to really talk a lot about purpose and how do we connect to purpose. And to me, the human story is about telling people, you know, why are you doing what you're doing? How is it connected? What's the greater purpose? Which will lead others to buying in whether that's financially or sign on to be in the company. So, you know, Jay, we got about a minute left here. Any last words before I, before I close up the show for us? Mm, any last minute words? I'm looking forward to exercising after this, Jeff. I, I feel like my brain needs a little bit of rest. I love it. I love it. So what I would tell you is uh, Jay Markowitz is an outstanding uh, coach, facilitator, speaker, uh, I'm excited that he is working with entrepreneurs in the state of Virginia and uh, places like Cuba and Africa and all over the world because this is the type of leadership that we need and to be in the hands of someone as capable as Jay, um, I really feel good about both our country but also the world. So, Jay, thanks for giving up a little bit of your time today and, uh, you know, thanks for your insights. Yeah, um, Jeff, let's start so, thinking. Yeah, absolutely. Get people thinking. So, for our listeners out there, uh, next week we're going to have uh, Jennifer Owen O'Quill uh, back on the show. Uh, over the next couple of weeks, we've got uh, a couple authors coming on the show, and uh, we're really looking forward to continuing this conversation around purpose as well as how do you think, how do you make choices each and every day. So we really appreciate that you've been listening to Boltcast Illuminating Leadership. If you want to reach out to us during the week, please email me at jeff at voltageleadership.com. Go to our website, www.voltageleadership.com. You can like me on Facebook at Voltage Leadership. You can also follow me on Twitter at JMU Jeff. And if you want to reach out to us by phone, it's area code 540-798-1963. You've been listening to Voltcast Illuminating Leadership. We had Jay Markowitz on from BCU's uh, Center for Entrepreneurship, and it's been a real honor and privilege. Thanks for joining us, and we will talk to you again next week. Make it a great week. Thank you for tuning in to Voltcast, illuminating leadership. Please join your host, Jeff Smith, again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll discuss another engaging topic next week.